Hi, Nicole here. <laughs> you know, I like to start my videos off like in a positive light because what I have to talk to you about sometimes gets dark. And we live when what I call Narcville, when you're with a narcissist, and that place is very dark, right? And it's difficult and it's negative and it's just this error. And I know if you've been dealing with one, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's this energy that is doom and gloom. And some days are good and okay, right? Don't get me wrong. But then there's a lot of the time when it's very negative, difficult to deal with, and just. But the coolest thing happens when you walk out and you leave. Your air gets to be what you choose it to be. You're no longer influenced by the air exuded out of the narcissist. I like to think of it as like going into a smoky room. And you can like not breathe and it stinks and it's like, Bleh. and then you get out into the fresh air and you're like, oh, I can breathe. I can breathe. <laughs> so get out of Narkville and live in the fresh air, right? Um, because a lot of people do get trapped in what I'm calling Narkville. You know, they, uh, they are traumatized and in trauma, the actual brain does get frozen in that time frame. So we get so wrapped up in what the narcissist did and how they hurt us and how they made us feel and how they ruined our lives and this, this, and that. We keep at it and we live in this perpetual place of obsession, right? And I know you're saying, right, at home, you're like, mm, I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> But the truth is, is, and, and you see them in these groups, right? They're, they're, there's these large communities and I love survivors. Don't get me wrong. I am one, but I see the issue is sometimes that we get lost there and then we live there. So the narcissist has convinced us to be obsessed about them and focused hypervigilantly on what they need 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? Because they demand it. Have you ever tried to ignore a narcissist? Ah, good luck with that. He will make you miserable and or she will make you miserable until you're paying fully attention to them. Full, all, all your energy and time has to go to them first whatever little bits are left over, then they can go to your children. Then whatever's left over, you, you have to work most of the time, but sometimes usually that goes too. And then there's nothing left for you. And so you end up overwrought, exhausted, tired, depressed, anxious, and just unhealthy. And the body actually in the mind does start to disintegrate. But even after the narcissist is gone, if you've left or they've left you, then, or they died, the brain stays obsessed about the narcissist because the neural pathways in your brain, okay, the brain creates these new neurons every time you learn something. And every time you develop 
a pattern of thinking. So all of this habitual behavior of the narcissist, it actually changes the structure of the brain. So the brain is plastic, they're calling it. So it changes, right? Depending on your exposure, depending on what you put in it. So when the narcissist is at the beginning, especially when he's love bombing you or she, I'm using he, because I'm a woman anyway. And so what they will do is they will be in your face, talking, texting with you 24 hours a day, seven days a week to lock you in. Get that brain focused, hyper-focused on them 100%. And then they've got you, right? Once you're in love, once you're attached, once you've bought into the future faking, now you've like signed up for the course. You're like, okay, I believe you. I'm in love with you too. I want this life you're promising me. You know, you told me you wanted everything I wanted, which should be a red flag. And now I'm ready to sign up for that. Let's get married. Let's move in together. Let's have a baby, whatever it is they've convinced you to do to get you to lock down. Just girls take notes. This is the agenda. Is it creepy to know they have an agenda? Just think about that. Just think about the fact that they sit at home and go, I'm going to do X, Y, Z to get from point A to point B. And it's a plan. You're having a relationship and they're having a plan. Creepy. Think about that. Okay. And so, uh, what happens is the brain is designed and it gets used to obsessing about them, having them in our lives 24 hours a day. What are we doing? What are we going? When can I come with you? Blah, blah, blah. And then now the brain has gotten used to thinking those thoughts, living in that reality. It's the normal now. And then when it ends, you're still doing it because the brain's not going to change on its own. So then you end up in these groups, so you end up complaining, you end up living this life where you never become unobsessed. Till now. You don't have to live there anymore. You don't have to live in Narkville. It is over now, and you get to walk away. But it's up to you. If you want to stay there forever, they did the study. Bessel van der Kloek wrote a book called um, The Body Keeps the Score. And in this book, they did a study on animals, little pup dogs, basically, that were in cages and were electrically shocked. And um, they, they had a set of dogs that were shocked, um, two sets of dogs. And then one set, they went ahead and let them open the door and release. And the other one, they kept it closed. And um, the dogs that were not shocked repetitively were walked out the door, obviously. And then the dogs that were shocked on a repetitive basis, even when the door was open, they stayed and just whimpered and suffered because they learned helplessness. They learn to just give up and let go and accept their fate. It's really hard to watch sometimes my clients. 
those that are still in relationships with narcissists, are still obsessed with the narcissist and can't let go, they suffer and they're the innocent ones. They're not, they didn't deserve this behavior. And yeah, they made a decision to get in it. I get it. Some people are going to say, well, you know, you chose, so you're not the victim. Well, yeah, but you were manipulated, lied, and conned. So is it, is it really fair? Can you really say that a person, and on top of it, your, your background and your upbringing contribute to you making this choice in the first place. None of it was conscious. So how much choice did you really have in the matter? That's up for debate. But the choice now is we live in an age of education and opportunity, and women have the right to get up and walk away. It, we used to live in a gen, there were generations of, you know, history, ladies, we're just now at a point where we have, we can have our own jobs. We are able to vote. We have our voice. We have rights. We, we can have our own job. We can build our own life. We don't have to live in Narkville. And so just think about the women in the past that did not have the right to get out and they had no choice but to suffer, but you have a choice. And so that's part of what we're doing at the Living Well at these events on Saturdays is we can actually work together. There are other survivors there that have gone through what you're going through and they can help you hold your head up. We like to think of ourselves as kickstands as you're going through these difficult times and you don't know what to do and you don't know how to feel and you're so overwrought and you're so stressed out and all of that that goes with it. There are people there that understand and want to support and want to help you make a safety plan. Clear your brain. And if nothing else, just listen to you and validate your experience in ways that only those who walk the same path as you are able to do. So think about this. Think about the reality of your situation and come to terms with the fact that you may be stuck in the trauma, and you don't have to be. You can override, because the brain again is plastic, right? So that means you can learn a new way of thinking. You can learn to change and override these bad patterns. Just like you learned your way in, you can learn your way right about. If you can't do it on your own, call me. Okay, that's all I have for Narkville, because I don't want to be in Narkville. <laughs> I don't want to live in Narkville. I don't want to sleep there. I don't want my house to be there. I don't want my day to be filled with Narkville. I want to live in the light. I want to do something positive. I want to have help people. I want to have purpose in my life and meaning, and I want it to feel good. I want to be a healthy human being, and I will keep fighting for that reality. And I will do a video on that as well. But uh, it would keep fighting for that reality, and so can you. If I can do it, so can you. Lots of love to you. Have a great day and get yourself out of Narkville, girl. Mm -hmm. Bye.